A monster's call, chapter 28, the fourth tale. Even held in the monster's huge strong hand, Connor could feel the terror seeping into him. He could feel the blackness of it all, start to fill his lungs and choke them. He could feel his stomach beginning to fall. No, he shouted, squirming some more, but the monster held him tight. No, please. The hill, the church, the graveyard were all gone. Even the sun had disappeared, leaving them in the middle of a cold darkness, one that had followed Connor ever since his mother had first been hospitalised. From before that, when when she had started treatments that made her lose her hair, even before that, when she'd had the flu that didn't go away until she'd went to the doctor and it wasn't at all from before even that when she started to complain about how tired she was feeling ever since before all that ever since forever it felt like the nightmare had been there stalking him surrounding him cutting him off making him alone it felt like he'd never been anywhere else get me out of here he yelled please it's time the monster said again for the fourth tale. I don't know how many tales, Connor said, his mind lurching with the fear. If you do not tell it, the monster said, I shall have to tell it for you. It held Connor up closer to its face. And believe me, when I say, you do not want that. Please, Connor said again. I have to go back to my mom. But, the monster said, playing across the blackness, she is already here. The monster set him down abruptly, almost dropping him in the air, and Connor stumbled forward. He recognised the cold ground under his hands, recognised the clearing he was in, bordered on the three sides by a dark, impenetrable forest, recognised the fourth side, a cliff, flying off into the even further darkness, and on the cliff's edge, his mum. She had a back to him. She was looking over the shoulder, smiling. She looked as weak as she had in the hospital, but she gave him a silent wave. Mom, Connor yelled, feeling too heavy to stand, as he did. Every time the nightmare began, you have to get out of here. His mom didn't move, though she looked a little worried at what he'd said. Connor dragged himself forward, straining at the effort. Mom, you have to run. I'm fine, darling, she said. There's nothing to worry about. Mom, run. Please run. Darling, there's... She stopped, turned back to the cliff edge as if she'd heard something. No, Connor whispered to himself. He pulled himself forward some more, but she was too far, too far to reach in time, and he felt so heavy. There was a low sound from before, below the cliff, a rumbling, booming noise, like something big was moving down below. Something bigger than the world, and it was climbing up the cliff face. Connor, his mum asked, looking back at him. But Connor knew it was too late. The real monster was coming. Mom, Connor shouted, forcing himself to his feet, pushing against the invisible weight, pressing him down. down. Mom. Connor, his mum shouted, backing away from the cliff's edge. 
scream was getting louder and louder and louder still. Mom! He knew he wouldn't get there in time, because with a roar, a cloud of burning darkness lifted two giant fists over the cliff top. They hovered in the air for a long moment of his mum as she tried to stumble back. But she was too weak, much too weak, and the fists rushed down together in a violent pounce and grabbed her, pulling her over the edge of the cliff. At last, Connor could run. With a shout, he broke free, broke across the clearing, running so fast he nearly toppled over, and he threw himself towards her, towards her outreaching hands as the darkness, dark fists pulled her over the edge, and his hands caught hers. This was the nightmare. This was the nightmare that had woken by screaming every night. This was it happening right now, right here. He was on the cliff edge, bracing himself, holding onto his mother's hands with all his strength, trying to keep her from being pulled down into the darkness, pulled down by the creature below the cliff, who he could see all of now. The real creature, the one that he was properly afraid of, the one he'd expected to see when the yew tree first showed up. The real nightmare monster, formed of cloud and ash and dark flame, with real muscle, real strength, real red eyes that glared back at him, and flushed teeth that would eat his mother alive. I've seen worse, Connor had told the yew tree that first night, and there was, and here was the worst thing. Help me, Connor, his mum yelled out, don't let go. I won't, Connor yelled back, I promise. The nightmare monster gave a roar and pulled harder, its fists straining around his mother's body, and she began to slip from Connor's grip. No, he called. His mum screamed in terror. Please, Connor, hold on to me. I will, Connor yelled. He turned back to the yew tree, standing there, not moving. Help me, I can't hold on to her. But just stood there watching Connor, and her hands were slipping. Connor, she yelled again. Mom, she cried, gripping tighter. But they were slipping from his grasp, and she was getting heavier and heavier. The nightmare monster pulled harder and harder. I'm slipping, his mum yelled. No, he cried. He fell forward onto his chest from the weight of her, and the nightmare's fist pulling on her. She screamed again and again, and she was so heavy, impossibly so. Please, Connor whispered to himself. Please, and here, she heard the yew tree say behind him, is the fourth tale. Shut up, Connor shouted. Help me. Here is the truth of Colour O'Malley. And his mother was screaming. And she was slipping. It was so hard to hold on to her. It was now or never, the yew tree said. You must speak the truth. No, Connor said, his voice breaking. You must. No, Connor said again, looking down, back down into his mother's face. As the truth came all of a sudden, as the nightmare mo- reached its most perfect moment. No, Connor screamed one more time, and his mother fell 